Hello, and welcome to the Doctors Washington Podcast. On this episode of The Plug, we will discuss mentoring, which is an exciting topic for us because it's just as important as grades and extracurricular activities in college. It's important to discuss mentoring early in your career because the influences you have early can set your career trajectory and help you plan your next steps along the way. Though we are discussing mentoring in college on this episode, mentoring relationships will differ and grow as you climb the ladder in your field. Because of this, we will plan to discuss mentoring over multiple episodes in college, medical education, medical training, and once you finally land a job in your field. While we're at it, we will highlight individuals who have helped to shape our careers along the way. Dr. Latanya, how would you describe what a mentor is? And also, how important is mentoring even in college? So a mentor really is someone who has a lot of the characteristics that you would like to obtain. It's usually someone who has a career that's similar to what you desire. And the goal is really for you to just talk to that individual and determine if what they're doing is actually what you really want to do in the long run. The mentor will be able to give you tips and coaching to help you become the best person that you can be. And so in this instance, when you're in college, you're thinking about how to be a great college student, but also how to enhance your application as you apply to a health professional career. So that is in essence what a mentor is. And the importance of mentoring in college, again, is really just to make sure that you optimize yourself during those college years so that when it's time to move on to the next step of applying to medical school or any other health professional school, that you will be ready. That mentor ideally would also serve as a person that would be able to write you a letter of recommendation because they know you and have a relationship with you to really reflect your character and your abilities going forward into your career. Dr. Kimberly, what would you say are good attributes of a mentor at this stage? In line with what you just said about the multiple attributes and characteristics of mentors in college, I would add to it that a college mentor should be knowledgeable about what your goals are. They should know you well enough to know what your aptitude is and how far you could potentially go and how much you could potentially achieve. So they need to know you. The way that this relates to an attribute is that they're personable. They actually want to get to know the students around them. So that's one major attribute for a mentor. Another is that they actually invest in you, whether that be time, knowledge, or encouragement. And encouragement is a huge attribute for a mentor because frequently things happen that discourage you from moving to your next step. It happens to everyone. You want to have a mentor who can really push you to keep going, even when you think that you can't make it. So having those mentors who are really cheerleaders as much as they are guides is an important thing to actually have in your life during your college years. Dr. Jasmine, if you're a college student today, what would you use as a resource to help you find a mentor? 
a great resource is really looking at some of your professors because you interface with them a lot in the classroom because you see them so frequently and you're around them. You end up getting opportunities offered to you that may not be offered to other people that are outside of the classroom. So they can be someone that you go to first for insight about career tips, as well as things about your class and that can kind of morph into a mentoring relationship. I don't think we've mentioned this already, but a mentor at this stage doesn't necessarily have to be doing something that you want to do in your career. As long as they're someone that you admire, someone that encourages you, someone that pushes you to be in dream greater than what you're doing on your own, they can be a positive influence for your career going forward. Other resources may be like other organizations that you're involved in in college, whether there's like a pre-health club or an alumni association where you could see people that may actually be in your field or doing things that you want to do where you could spend time with them. Those are good resources to help you find a mentor and also ultimately could help lead to getting other opportunities like we mentioned in previous episodes to help improve your medical or professional school application. Dr. Kimberly, how do you know if a mentor is the right mentor for you? The best way to know if you have the right mentor is if you and that person click. And it sounds really cliche to say that you have to click with a person, but you really do. This mentor should be someone who is willing to listen to your dreams and your aspirations and also feed into you as well. And you can't receive positives from people and negatives from people sometimes. And so that mentor, you have to be able to hear the good from them, what you're doing great, but you also have to be able to hear the criticisms where you need to grow. And not every person will click with another person in order to do that. So that's what you're looking for. I would attempt a mentoring relationship with anyone that you come across who you think could be a good mentor and see if it works out. It's no different than dating someone. It either will work out or it won't. And if it does, great. And you continue the mentoring relationship. If it doesn't, let it go. So that's how I would be sure that this is a right mentor is, do I really want to be encouraged by this person? Do I want to be critiqued by this person? Can this person help me get to the next step in life? That's when you know you found the right person. Dr. Latanya, we have focused heavily on what the right mentor looks like, but being a great mentee is also key. How do you become a good mentee? One of the things that I would say is really important for mentees to think about is, number one, this mentor-mentee relationship is a give-and-take relationship on both sides. It's really important that the students invest the time to meet with their mentor, understand that your mentors have a career. And so the time that they're taking to invest in you really make sure you're able to capitalize on that time. A lot of mentor-mentee relationships, the mentors may give the mentees some work to do, meaning some things that they want you to work on because the goal for the mentor-mentee relationship is professional development and career development. So make sure you are doing those things to maximize that time. Also, just looking for additional opportunities. If your mentor is doing something that you're interested in, if they mention something, 
asking them, are you involved in some research, asking them about other organizations that the mentor is involved in that you may want to know more about or become a part of. All of those things are really important. And then having a way to review and track the goals because the mentor wants to know that the mentee is really getting all the tools that they need. So having a way to track progress, meaning document if you're participating in more community service, if you're getting more shadowing hours or getting more research experiences, documenting those things and showing appreciation to your mentor by even something as small as saying, thank you, thank you for the time that you're spending with me. All of those things are really great characteristics of a mentee. Dr. Jasmine, what can a mentoring relationship look like in college? Well, I think we've discussed some about what a mentoring relationship can look like in college, whether it's just spending time talking with someone who's a cheerleader for you or talking about your career aspirations and goals and trying to connect you with other people or activities that can help you get to that step. The biggest thing that you mentioned before, Dr. Latanya, is that making time for this mentoring relationship to blossom is important because both the mentor and the mentee have time constraints and pulls on their time that may not always mesh well. So if you're able to find a mentor that is willing to invest some time into developing a relationship with you and that relationship actually works and you click well, that you do all that you can to foster growth of that relationship. We mentioned how it's important to develop these mentoring relationships in college, but this is also a great time to learn how to be a great mentor yourself for those who are watching you achieve your dreams. Dr. Latanya, how can you start to mentor those who are younger than you in college? And can this help you in any way and prepare for your career going forward? Absolutely. Mentoring in college can be a way to help others, and it really gets you started along the path of encouraging others, which is so important in healthcare. So when we talk about being a mentor to those who are younger than you in college, that could be in the role of being a tutor. I know that a lot of undergraduate institutions have peer mentors that help students who are younger than them. They may pass down notes or assist them in working on community service projects. All of those things are really important going forward, starting early in the college years. This does help you prepare for medical school. I will say that in interviewing medical students, one of the things that we talk a lot about is students who are leaders, and that can be being a teaching assistant, being a tutor, or being a peer mentor for other students. I think that that certainly does build the leadership character of a student during those college years. Dr. Kimberly, can you recall any mentors you have from your college years that helped to influence your career? Sure. I've been pretty blessed to have mentors along the way from high school onward, even now when I'm pretty far along in my educational experience. From college, the first person to come to mind is Dr. Jeffrey Davies. He was a British chemist who taught my first year chemistry courses. I was coming from Mississippi to Boston for college, and so some of these accents were a little unusual. And he had a very thick British accent, 
what you think wouldn't catch you off guard, but some of the words he used are English, but they're not quite English. Anyway, so he was very, very influential for me because he made chemistry fun. And I really struggled between majoring in chemistry versus math versus biochemistry. And it was his influence that really kept me on the chemistry path. During that year, my first year in undergrad, when I took courses with him, I would go to his office hours so that he could tutor me directly in the field of chemistry. And it was just amazing the way he thought about this field. This was something much more than what I ever learned in high school in a chemistry course. So then as I moved on in my studies, I didn't have a course with him again. But I came back to him because of the impact he made on me, asking him to do a letter for me to go to medical school. And interestingly enough, when I sat in his office asking for this letter of recommendation, he pulled out a manila folder. It had my name on it. And in it, he opened it for me to find multiple newspaper clippings that had my name on it. He had been collecting this information since I was a freshman in college, even though I hadn't been in his class. He said that he was prepared to write that letter because he was waiting for me to come back and ask for it. And that made a huge impact on me. And even to this day, I collect information about the students that I mentor in preparation for them to come back and ask me for a letter so that I'm prepared to write it because I know who they are as a person. I know where they want to go. Also, in line with what Dr. Jasmine said about mentors not necessarily being professors or teachers, I had another mentor, Ella Robertson who was the Associate Dean and Director of Special Support Programs at Northeastern University. She was an ally, if I had no other, at that university because she mostly worked with the African-American students on campus. She had our best interests in mind and she went to bat for us at all times. She was very much that ally and that mentor that would help you along even in the more personal things in life. And I thought that that was very important because as a college student, sometimes you're still living in the mindset of being a high school student. You don't realize you're independent and you're an adult. And she was very good at carefully and respectfully and softly guiding you into adulthood, whether it be because your grades are suffering and you need some tough love to get you back on track. Or it's about making that personal decision, like, honey, that boy ain't for you. I mean, she was all into your life, and we loved her for it. She knew most of the Black students on campus for that reason. So those two were major people who stood out in my life during my college years. And they were mentors of their own type, one academic and one more personal. Dr. Jasmine, do you have mentors that you can think of from your college years? I definitely have a number of names that I can think about that mentored me while I was in college and feel they serve as mentors to this day. I'll highlight a couple of them as well. One that I'll mention is Dr. Wendy White. She's the principal investigator at the Jackson Heart Study Undergraduate Training Program at Tougaloo College. I first met her when I was applying for a scholar position in the Jackson Heart Study at Tougaloo. And over the years in college, after being accepted in that program, really got to know her as well as the rest of the Jackson Heart Study staff very, very well to the point where she would guide me in some career moves and advice and thinking about what I wanted to do in medicine or even expanding what a career in medicine could look like for me. 
My exposure to the Jackson Heart Study was really the first time that I thought about potentially incorporating public health and epidemiologic research into that career. And I think she was instrumental in serving as our cheerleader, as well as someone who always encouraged us along the way. Another person that I can think of in college that continues to serve as a great mentor, even on a more personal note, is Ms. Camille Wilson. She's one of the employees at Tougaloo College in the Office of Student Affairs. How I met her was Tougaloo had a program that assigned mentors to first-year students across the college campus. And Ms. Wilson was actually the person that was assigned to me. Over the years in college, we just grew close to now I call her friend, and we still are in communication to this day. Whether I needed things for college or advice about who to talk to about a certain issue that will be going on or just how to make things work when you're on a college campus. She was my go-to person that would always navigate me to the right place and give me really great advice while making jokes as well. So I really appreciate the relationship that we fostered over the years. Lastly, I'd like to mention Dr. Jinghei Mao. She's one of the other folks at Tougaloo College that really had a powerful impact on my career. She's currently the chair of the Natural Sciences Division at Tougaloo College, but when I met her, she was one of my biology teachers. She was one of those people that when you're taking a class under a professor, they can really tell the people that are really engaged in learning the material. That's kind of how we initially developed our mentor-mentee relationship. And that relationship grew even more once she allowed me to work with her in her research lab. To be honest, working with her was the first research experience that I had, where I actually was at the bench doing like cell culturing and those type things. So she really gave me the foundation that I needed to go forward in other research opportunities. She also is someone that I continue to communicate with about career things, as well as checking in on personal life, how things are going, and was really a source of encouragement throughout my college years. Can you think of any mentors from your college years, Dr. Latanya? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's definitely been a lot longer for me since my college years than for you guys. But one of the people that I will say was really instrumental in mentorship for me was Dr. Richard McGinnis, who was at the time the Dean in the Natural Sciences Division. Pretty much everyone that went into any health professional career at Tougaloo College kind of went through Dr. McGinnis. And similar to Dr. Jasmine's experience, I was one who knew what I wanted to do in going into Tougaloo. I knew I wanted to go to medical school and really making that known. And I think that as a result, Dr. McGinnis was supportive. He also wanted to see that the students had a drive as well. And so I did seek out research experiences and I communicated with him on a regular basis to see what other opportunities would be available to make me a more well-rounded candidate. I will also say that I received mentorship and encouragement from his administrative assistant as well. She made sure that all the I's were dotted and T's were crossed. If there were times when I had not followed up with Dr. McGinnis in the way that I should, she would reach out to me and say, hey, why haven't you called Dr. McGinnis? I haven't seen you in the office. What are you doing right now? So all of those things to really kind of keep me in line and keep me in gear. 
And that was something that was really important. As a result, when it was time for my recommendation letter and departmental letter that came from the institution, it wasn't just Dr. McGinnis writing things that he had heard that I had done. He actually had firsthand knowledge of things that I was actually doing. So he was certainly one of the mentors. And then I will circle back because we talked a little bit in this episode about peer mentorship. There were other students at Tougaloo that were more advanced than I was. So in the other classes, maybe when I was a freshman, I had mentors that were juniors or seniors to really tell me the ropes, like what to expect as far as courses, which courses I should take as I was in my junior and senior years, how I should start studying for the MCAT, what resources I should utilize, and then being able to see them and see their journey of applying to medical school and getting in and going to medical school. That was also something that was very impactful for me. So just being able to see other people who were doing the things that I wanted to do and really following up with them and seeing where the path led them. That was something that was very important. So I can't speak highly enough about that. I think that's great to mention. Dr. McGinnis is definitely an institution at Tougaloo College. You can't come through the Natural Science Division at Tougaloo College without mentioning Dr. McGinnis and the impact he's had on your education and training. This was a great intro to the concept of mentoring and how important it is at each stage of your career starting in college. In summary, mentoring is a relationship that you seek out with an individual you admire who can provide wisdom and advice as you start your career. This person can be your cheerleader when college is a struggle, help you land a summer opportunity to highlight in your resume, or even write a letter of recommendation for your medical or professional school application. They don't have to be in your chosen field, but may have connections within your field and help you start to develop networking skills. As you will see in future episodes, mentoring and networking are both key as you start this journey into your career. These mentoring relationships can be short-lived or even developed into long-lasting friendships as you progress in life. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Please like, share, and repost our episode on your preferred social media platform. Don't forget to subscribe so you are the first to know about our newest episodes when they drop. See you next time. The music on the Doctors Washington podcast is by artist Mike Burton. He's a Jackson, Mississippi native on his album, Soulful, and the track is entitled, All Right. It is available on iTunes. I believe that it's gonna be-